They say everyone has a book inside them, and often that's where it should stay. I really can't help but be aghast that the author wants you to pay. But we're just a pair of absolute bookends who don't want to be like us. So if you want to read, pick some quality literature rather than this dross. Hello, welcome to Two Absolute Bookends, where we read books so bad you should burn them before reading. This is episode 34, Beetlecraft, Beetlecraft, Beetlecraft. And getting dinner with me while on marine shoot bugs this week is Louis. Hello. This time we're going to be reading chapter two of The Way the Stars Fall Rebirth by Lewis Stockton. Support the author. Before anything else, I think it's important to get the bad news out of the way. No chuckles this week, Louis. None. And not a smirk to make up for it, I know. We may as well just cut our throats now. I'll tell you what they're all replaced by in this chapter is barks. Mm, There's a lot of barking. It's an an angry chapter. We're we're seeing the dark side of the evil Imperium. Because it was so light and fuzzy before. Exactly. O- the only person who gets a chuckle's the Imperator. You know, he's a chuckle miser, that man. He's sitting there in his big chair like a cast-off pope with his golden cutlery, chuckling away. And once he chuckles, his men just has to go, thank you, sir, may I have another? And you know what? He has so many chuckles, he'll just give them away. Yeah, once you go over to the dark side, all there is is bark. Yeah. That's all there is waiting for you. Yeah, so... This episode is a complete jump away. I think I mentioned at the end of last week's one that we're joining Tiberius on an adventure this week. And it turns out that I used the word adventure very loosely when I said that. (laughs) Yeah, I think this might be the most boring chapter so far. We've probably said that before, but... Like, I don't know, like... We've definitely said that they were short before and not much happens. I don't think that there's ever been one so bad that we've gone out of the way to say it's boring before starting, though. Yeah. I feel like that's new. I feel like even the short ones are just... We've just been like, yeah, you know, it was just short and not much happened, but whatever, it was fine. But after we finished, like, reading through this one, we were just like, this is so boring. <laughs> like, that, both nothing happened and the nothing that happened was in the least interesting way possible. Uh, so I guess I could probably summarise what happened in this chapter in, in like a paragraph. Uh, so Tiberius has been floating, has been uh, chasing the Tranquility's space wake ever since the fight with the insurrectionists. They come across like the solar system where the wormhole is. They find all the insurrectionist ships destroyed. They find a single Rakari ship. They manage to destroy it and capture it eventually and somehow they manage to use that to be able to fly through the wormhole after Jack, which they do, and then they see Jack and a fleet of Rakari flying towards them and they're like, fire at, fire at the tranquility. This is going to work. And that's how the chapter ends. Yeah. Yep. That, that's it. So all the chapters start with a like a title underneath the chapter number. Um, mm-hmm. Does yours, so on either side of the title is a, a tilde symbol. Yep. Does yours have a full stop at the end? It does. Yeah. It certainly does. I mean, why not? I know, well, you know, you've got to finish the sentence, Louis. (laughs) Otherwise, it's incorrect. Why isn't it inside the tilde? Because you've got to pronounce the tilde. And, I mean, we've had titles that haven't been bolded. uh, Haven't been indented, I think, as well. So, 
you know, this is just another... Yeah, just another one to put down for fear the way the stars fall bingo card. For those of you playing at home. We get quite a nice return, actually, at the beginning to an old an old friend, which I don't think we've heard from, um, which is the a leather captain's chair. Ah... Oh. I think I like that. I like how even even the bad side have like nice leather chairs. Yeah, it seemed, it was it was quite a prominent uh, fixture in the early chapters. Was the leather the old leather chair? Yeah, like that was they they were very succulent and nice. Yeah, it's good to see it back. Tiber- Tiberius sitting in it as the captain of the ship. Mm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's the dark future. Like I. I can't help but imagine him with a goatee, though it's de- I'm I'm certain that he specifically doesn't have one, and he's clean shaven. But you know, evil. I don't know if you want to just give a quick reminder of who Tiberius is in relation to the story. Cause yeah, okay. It's been a while. Is that coded for you? Forgotten who he is? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So. Tiberius is the evil universe equivalent of Jack. You know, they look identical. You know, they're the same person, but in the alternate universe. So now, rather than being uh, being a slightly autistic, happy, happy-go-lucky trader turned battleship commander like Jack, uh, Tiberius is, you know, a high-ranking member of the evil empire's navy, who is apparently so poor he considers stealing cutlery. But, yeah, and and he has been sent by the Imperator of the Evil Empire on a mission to capture the Tranquility, because it is so much better than all of their own ships. I mean, I... I mean, I have questions, like, they're, they're literally... They've, like, sent Tiberius off with, like, a massive flotilla of like their entire fleet like how much of like how undefended have they left the rest of the empire on this like crazy moby stick moby dick style chase across the universe to capture <laughs> to yeah. capture the tranquility it's mad i thought they were right behind him like wasn't the last time they met was like outside of uh the palace or something and they ambushed them and then the tranquility got away. Or am I thinking of uh, something else? I think you get, you might be getting a little mixed up. So, brief timeline. So, the Tiberius got sent to chase the tranquility. We didn't hear from them from a couple of chapters. They then ambushed Jack and the insurrectionists while they're at the insurrectionist base. Yep. Jack flew off. Uh, Tiberius like an idiot, didn't chase them and decided that he could capture them whenever and just mopped up the insurrectionist base. Yeah. Uh, Jack spent quite a while mining. Quite a while mining. Uh, Nothing happened. Then after they unleashed an alien horror on the universe, they decided to go to the wormhole. They then got jumped by the remainder of the insurrectionist fleet, and that's when they went through the wormhole. And now Tiberius is coming up on that solar system where the insurrectionist fleet was now. Okay. Does that clear things yeah. up? Do you know gotcha. where we're at now? Cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. Not only does this ship that they're in have the old leather chairs, but also it's crisp clean, apparently. Yeah, it's crisp clean, but, you know, apparently it's a total wreck. Yeah. 
from like in the next you know it's crisp clean but and but apparently rust is kept to a minimum which means there is rust around they're just doing their best to keep it down but things are rusty as hell and it's literally literally described as being pretty banged up yep so i'm i'm not sure whether it's back i mean maybe it's like super clean you know there's no dust but it's like dented to fuck (laughs) it's just utterly wrecked but it's clean i feel like i went off on this like literally six months ago or something when we were talking about the tranquility because it mentioned that the tranquility was rusty and i was like how how can these ships be rusty that's like one oh not all metals go rusty anyway Mm Two, it's oxidization, and they are and ships by definition float through a vacuum, and the bits that aren't in a vacuum have to be like pressurized and fully atmosphere controlled. What are you doing to your ship? You would, you would have to be like messing around with the atmosphere settings to create an environment where rust could form in your fucking ship for that to work. I think you just answered your own question. Jack's just like in controls, like uh, this button maybe. I find, <laughs> I think a nice little patina of rust would make this place look very homey. <laughs> Let's just up the moisture a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so they discover the Hulk, the destroyed Hulk of the Idea Fortman, which is the mining ship that um, we wasted a lot of time on. The toner the... was captain of, and briefly fucked everything up. Yeah, was briefly captain before literally everyone under her command died. Also, is is the rest of your like sentence after Voltman italicized for you? No. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And just bizarre. Okay then. Okay. How does stuff like that, like in our different versions? Because I have a later version of the pizza. How does how do things like that get fixed, and then other things don't? It's just I don't know. Related to that, in the in the second paragraph, do you have a wasn't with two apostrophes? Mm, yes, I do. Oh, good. Or Thank is it God. one double quote? No. <laughs> you can tell two apostrophes when you see them. Exactly. I know what I'm looking at, Louis. Don't mess with me. But yeah, and I just want to say. The the miner guy, he's died. They couldn't find him down there. No. <laughs> Not Prospector Bill. I'd like to uh, think there's must... just like a pickaxe in the ground. And just like... in... <laughs> <laughs> just embedded in the ground with like <laughs> with like a flower next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the last thing the tranquility did before they left, they buried Prospector Bill. <laughs> Rest, gentle prospector. <laughs> Somehow there's like a picture next to it as well of him. <laughs> and he's just got, he's just standing there smiling with his gold tooth. Single gold tooth. Yeah. <laughs> with like one of those <laughs> light helmet things. See, I was imagining him wearing like a, you know what I imagine him like? I imagine him like in Toy Story 2, uh, mm. the prospector. Stinky Pete. Yeah. yeah. That's what I imagine him like. <laughs> Uh-huh. Every day, poor old prospector. So yeah, they they go and send some teams down to the ship and the mining site, um, and as you said, they can't find anything. Mm. Um, it's a shame Tona couldn't find any, anything. 
Otherwise, they wouldn't have had the the whole fucking disaster of the unleashing uh, an alien and an interdimensional now alien horror on the universe. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, you know, whatever. No, no harm, no foul, except for all the harm. I mean, to be fair, it's just as much Jack's fault as her. I just like blaming Tona more. So, then we get to see a bit of the dark side of Tiberius, um, where he has the the commander of the small fleet shot for his incompetence. Um, Mm. And I think this fleet is in reference to some of the like the fleet he worked with when they were fighting in the uh, headquarters of the insurrectionist. Yeah, says, I think it's. Ju- yeah. I think it's just slightly, slightly confusingly phrased. Like he he sent off like a detachment. Yeah. But they but instead he called it a small fleet. So it's like put the small fleet back into the main fleet. But yeah, it was just like a sub command. Also, what was his incompetence? Just letting them get away. Yeah, uh, I think so. Met up with the rest. I mean, he was there too when they attacked the insurrectionists. And he let the main people they were trying to like follow get away. Yeah, he he literally sat there and was just like, "Let them go." <laughs> I'll shoot you. How could you let them go? Yeah, it's just. I know it's just be it's just being like laughably evil it's like there is there is no nuance to any of the antagonists mm-hmm. in this book like i mean i mean let's think like evil fargus was a cartoon as well i mean you have the you have like the M- imperator himself like sitting in his giant throne in a cathedral with gold knives and forks sending him off on a off on like a crusade across the galaxy you have the insurrectionist commander who just like suddenly goes mad, tries to have sex with Jack, then tries to kill him, and the Rakari, who are just like generic evil universe conquering aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, only only by comparison is Jack the good guy in this. It's only because everyone else is a cartoon in how evil they are. I was like, oh, a ship got away. Shoot him for incompetence. Yeah, that that, that helps. Yep. <laughs> One related thing. It says they're following the wake left behind the ship. I'm just trying to think, would, would spaceships leave a wake like that? Especially one that could be followed? Um, like, maybe if you were going through, like, an asteroid field or something, but... Yeah, I'm not I can't really help sure. but feel like if you're just travelling through clear space, what are you following? Yeah, what's it leaving behind? It's not like... Yeah, it's a good point. But for the purpose of the story... Yeah, it he has to he has to have some way to find Jack after he let him go for no reason. Didn't they have a plant like a tracking device or did they Yeah, stuck on Tona, but they like got rid of that immediately right. after she Why got did back they bother the doing that if they could have just followed the weight? Uh or is the weight only That's just a very a... good question. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good question if it's that easy to follow ships through space. When it's convenient as a weight. Yeah, cuz like you have to remember like this wake is months old, you know, they were mining for easily a month, probably longer. I remember we worked it out at the time and it was too long. It was stupid. <laughs> I also <laughs> but... don't really understand where it says, uh, well, they they apparently enter the system where the wormhole is and they know it has to be here. Had is in, like, it had to be here. Had is caps, all caps in my book. Is it in all caps in yours? It is in mine. 
So, I, so you know, I it's think important. it's for emphasis. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't understand how they know that because it says at their extreme sensor range, they knew the wake of the battleship did did end here in this system. How? I mean, I, uh, we both agreed that we don't know what a wake is or <laughs> and what it could possibly be. So if we're giving them that, I guess we have to give them that it can you can see when it stops, right? Because okay. we've already had to give them so much to make sense of this. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, how do they know that it's like the wake of the right ship? Surely there are... I don't know. Maybe, obviously, space is big. So it's probably unlikely that a ship would be in the same place. But how do they... Yeah, whatever. We don't know. It's yeah. a garbage made up thing. I mean... Basically, the answer to all these questions is another capitalised because it had to be for the story to mm-hmm. happen. So they discover in the system uh, from their scans that there was a fight there, but there's no active vessels, but there are wrecked vessels to which Tiberius slams his hand down on his chair. and then they No, in- not the leather chair. <laughs> It'll bruise. And then they move into formation. And we get it's not perfect dis- formation. Yeah. It's diamond formation. It's a defensive formation. The bigger vessels are inside. Is the smaller vessels are on the edges. Is the turmoil like the main ship? Yeah, that's like Tiberius's flagship. Right. The tranquility yeah. and the turmoil. Get it? It's like pottery, Louis. <laughs> pottery. Yeah, so they see the wrecked mothballed uh Vessels, which is an interesting term. Uh, well, it, it's it's another like, is it nautical or is it just like machinery? I'll give him that one. It's basically just like when when something's like too old to be used or like superfluous to needs, and it just like gets but, and it gets put into storage. So you know, it like gets put in a big yeah, box with a of mothballs. But like like you mentioned, if something was just left in space, would it like decompose? Uh, or would it just remain? I mean, you'd imagine, like, if it was like open to vacuum, it'd just be pretty inert. But I mean, I guess it could also get like hit by Wakes. asteroids and other space de- debris. Yeah. But yeah, like I think what they're saying here is that these these ships were part of the insurrectionist fleet, but half of them are ones that they thought had been mothballed and were like sitting in an imperial yard somewhere. But it turns out that the insurrectionists had stolen them and they just didn't even realise. They're like, what? This ship was supposed to be in like a box on the other side of the universe. How did it get here? And then we hear from uh, another character called Amelia, who is, I I feel like we've met her before. We have. She's she is Tiberius's second in command and ex-wife. Oh yeah, which is why which is why they have such a weird relationship. Like I remember, like I remember remember earlier on, like she like keeps flirting with him and he keeps thinking about like getting her fired and killed because she keeps yeah. fucking with him all the time. <laughs> uh, this that was back in chapter ten, by the way, of this book where we first meet. Tiberius and Amelia. Yeah, it's been a while. Like yeah. we had a brief like cutaway, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Where a few times where it's just like, what's Tiberius doing? But this is the first full chapter. And he accident the author accidentally used like Jack uh, a couple of times <laughs> just to make it really confusing. 
and to and to and somewhat giving away the game that he's his alternate universe doppelganger a bit quickly. <laughs> I like this description that it says that um, Amelia smoke spoke from beside Tiberius. Her her seat's smaller than his, but still overlooked <laughs> the entire bridge. Like it has to be smaller. Yeah, uh, and in, apparently imperial vessels were all built so that the commanders were overlooking everything and the crew had to look up to the commanders. Oh no. That's that's the sign of power imbalance. That's evil. It's evil, Louis. What if you have a really tall crew member and a really short commander? Uh then one chair gets lowered and another raised. <laughs> but yeah, like and that is not specifically a bad like a bad thing. Like they're framing it that way, but like the idea of the commander being able to overlook what the crew's doing doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yeah. On a bridge, I mean... It... I bet in the tranquility everyone's on the same level and they can't see shit. Exactly, like... <laughs> Jack has to keep standing up. Hollister! Hollister! Move your fat ass. Like, man, I- I'm almost tempted to... <laughs> tempted to look back like... Where- where's Jack's fucking seat? I bet earlier on it's described that he's like high up as well, yeah. and everyone has to look up at him. I'm trying to see out the porthole. It's the best view. <laughs> oh no, someone shot our porthole out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you gone. Uh, I was I was just looking back at the first chapter. It's like, oh, he sat still in the command seat and occasionally pressed buttons. <laughs> he's trying on his armrest. Yeah, he does his best. Then he shuffled in his seat and crossed his leg. <laughs> now that's an action-packed chapter. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so basically this system with the wormhole is only filled with wrecked ships, apparently. Um, but then suddenly uh, we hear a captain and a lieutenant stands up and raises her fist in salute. It's quite a weird time to salute, I think. Like, I don't know, isn't a salute more like a greeting? You don't just, like, do it when you talk, like... That's a sign of how oppressive the Imperium is. And you have to salute if you ever want to talk to a higher officer. And if we uh, if we needed another reminder of how evil Tiberius is, uh, in return, he simply wafts his hand in a half arse salute and nods. What is it? <laughs> that hand waft. Yeah, <laughs> so half arsed Exactly. I <laughs> just... I don't know why, but but half ass just yeah. sticks out to me. I can't even put my finger on why, but it's, it feels anachronistic and out of place somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like so, I don't know, strangely colloquial. <laughs> yeah, like, it'd be like describing, uh, you know how, <laughs> this is a weird comparison, but with the Nazis... It always okay. comes back to the Nazis. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you did just have a guy like salute by raising their fist into the air. I mean, yeah, the but book you know, was taking us on that journey. You know how Hitler <laughs> did that, like little, little salute. You know, because he didn't have he didn't have time for that other shit. Yeah, he, he was would, a busy man. He would do like a little one. It'd be like calling that half-assed, <laughs> like in a context of like a history book or something. Yeah, I know. I think it's the fact that, like, you know. The author went out his way to say it's half-arsed. Like, I think I wouldn't comment on a character using the term half-arsed. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that it's but not the fact... a quote or something. Yeah, it's like, 
like you know this isn't even and like this isn't even uh like a person's like opinion or something like a character voice this is like a universal narrator <laughs> kind of thing saying it so you know so you know that it's not that someone thinks that this is half-assed. This is this is half-assed. God says so, and God uses the term half-assed. <laughs> so this lieutenant apparently found a power signature, uh, which is apparently similar to the signature that they detected on the Tranquility when, back when the Tranquility docked, I think, to somewhere. I mean, I'm guessing when she was docked in the Insurrectionist base. Yep. And I'm guessing that what they're talking about is the warp drive. Yeah, I think that's what probably. we're led to believe. That's what we're meant to. That's why it's meant to be. But the warp drive wasn't meant to be on. I, I thought. I thought that, you know, they it, it's explicitly while they're in the insurrectionist base, they had actually turned it off for the first time, and they were like patching it in and everything, and that it wasn't meant to be running all the time. Maybe but I'm also. Yeah. But I also have no idea how the warp drive works. It isn't clear when it has to be turned on or what it does when it's turned on. We know that the one time they turned it on, they went through the wormhole. I don't even think they mentioned turning it on this time, or if they did, it worked in a different way. Like, the first time, they just seemed to, like, blip. They just flipped through to a new universe. But Mm -hmm. this time, it seemed like they were travelling down a windy wormhole ride. So, it's not very consistent how any of this works. So, again, gotta give it to them. Why not? <laughs> we get, I don't know. It's it's weird. Apparently, in the uh, in the turmoil or the uh, what are they? Insurrectionists? Imperials. Imperials. I don't know. Why do they have to too many eyes? Eye? Yeah. We've got the Ilmarium Imperium, which is who Jack is from in the good universe. We've got <laughs> no wait. Sorry, the the Ilmarium Republic. Uh, that is. These are the Ilmarium Imperium. And then we have the Ilmarium Insurrectionists. <laughs> it's, I mean, fucking hell. Yeah, just just end me, bruv. <laughs> it's, a, it's a small thing. But just like, when, you're, when he was coming up with those, must have just been like, just pick another letter. Yeah, a little heavy on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, so on in that uh, Imperial... I've already forgotten. Imperial, yes. Yeah. So in this Imperial fleet, apparently they don't use data pads. They just use printed paper. Like Jesus Christ! This is like this is like the whole they're in the future and they're using rope thing, but even fucking worse. Like a printer. Do you think it jams and they have to like get call someone out? Like that's just that. Like using paper for this is old tech now. <laughs> where are they? Like, where do they just where are they recycle? This yeah. Paper from, like, yeah, like, do they have like an in ship recycle thing? You know, it's just, and that means that they have to have pens or you know printers with ink or toner to replace <laughs> toner. <laughs> Plug in a little redheaded fuck buddy, and you can print all day. We're <laughs> just. It's just, I'm just thinking of the logistical nightmare of keeping a fleet of ships with enough paper to pens and toner across an intergalactic thing I, compared to having, say, an iPad. Also, like, I, I guess the reason for it is to try and show, again, like a, a difference between this and the Tranquility. Yeah, it's trying to show how backwards, like, the evil empire is yeah. technologically. So wouldn't that mean that Tiberius would be an excellent captain? What do you mean? Well, if they're complete opposites, 
I mean, aside from having a complete disregard for his men and that time he let the ship go, he's not bad. Does that mean <laughs> he's that, not as bad like, as Jack? <laughs> um, Amelia is Hollister. Oh yeah, she's definitely Hollister. And so Hollister, she is gender bent Hollister. <laughs> have, have the same like marital relationship. It's I like to imagine ship, so. Yeah, shipless. This is what we need. <laughs> it's canon now. Ship sailing. <laughs> yeah, so they they basically get into attacking formation now uh, mm-hmm. and head towards whatever this uh, whatever this power signature is. Also, I just want to mention there's like a really weird tongue twister where it says printed paper printouts. <laughs> like it just seems. I mean. If it's a if it's a printout, it's probably printed. Yeah, you don't need to say printed paper. It's probably printouts. a give out. <laughs> That's probably a given. Simply printed paper printouts. <laughs> say it twelve times fast. <laughs> don't. So then, so they're moving towards this thing, and apparently, uh, a relative speed of zero point one of light speed. How fast is that? It's pretty fast. Do the math. No, <laughs> but it's fast. Like, unbelievably fast? Or spaceship acceptable fast? So, lights, the speed of light is basically 300 million metres a second. Okay, that's quite fast. So, so, you know, what was that? A tenth of that? Mm-hmm. So that's only uh, you know thirty million meters a second. So you know they're they're walking it in. <laughs> Who needs a warp drive? Exactly, mate. Why didn't they do this earlier when they were like trying to catch them? Uh, they were too busy capturing the insurrectionists Bear in mind, while that's still sp- letting loads escape. That's the speed of the entire fleet. Yeah, it's it's pretty fast. I mean, space is also empty. So that's as fast fast as the slowest ship. So how fast are the quickest ships? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, like, it's... I mean, you don't have to remember. Space is incredibly big, though. Like, that... As ridiculous a speed as that is, it's still probably too slow for an effective, like, galactic empire. It's why light speed's, like, a necessity for that to work, pretty much. At least with... Unless you're taking into account, like, people being on voyages for their entire lives as part of it, just to get to another solar system. Space is impossibly big. Apparently it's worth just shooting things that are in the way, rather than, like, losing formation, because they have enough ammo. Not sure if smart. It's kind of what Hollister did last week, so it must be smart. Oh, yeah. He's just like, ah, just, just fire more. We can make more ammunition. I like this bit where um, when they actually get to the thing, they they realise that it's uh, powering up, but it's mm. like smaller than the Tranquility. And it just says, Tiberius did not care who it was. He had no intention of getting to know the crew. He just had them work their hardest or be shot for it. <laughs> just It's just so over-the-top evil. Mm. <laughs> It's like there is—he's laying it on with a fucking spatula right here. He's just slathering on that evil like, sauce. They're not even <laughs> being in the like in any way, uh, sort of negative or anything. They're just giving him information. Why do we need to now know that he's like, I don't care, but thank you. 
yeah, it's just it's like I I get I don't know like I get how they're going for like you know big faceless empire that has no care for any of its you know underlings, but I don't know, man. That's just <laughs> that's just uh, I just can't get over how like thickly that's that's laying it on. It's just like yeah, I'll just I literally don't care about any of my men, mm-hmm. and it happens like earlier and later, like with him shooting someone, and later where he sends him into a meat grinder. Like that's the thing. No one, not even the evilest person uh, running their army, thinks to that degree. They might be willing to let all of their people die, but they're not happy about it. They don't just think, whatever, just chuck them all in. (laughs) They're they're like, "Uh, well, we have to do this. But uh, but Tiberius is just like, yeah, whatever, fuck them. I'm not even going to try and save lives, even though it would help me. I'm just going to throw them away. It's like Jack and this guy are two unhealthy ends of the extreme. Like, Jack has absolutely no separation from his crew that a captain should have. He has, like, harmfully close and un- and unstructured relationships with everyone. And that's not and that's even if we're not including him fucking his his science officer slash co-captain. But then you have Tiberius, who literally wants to kill everyone on his ship <laughs> because he's because he's so above it. Because he is so just like completely unengaged and above all of them. Just like yeah, none of these guys matter. Hell, I'll shoot them myself. Whatever. It ain't even no thing. I'll just shoot them. And uh, they discover that the ship that they found isn't the tranquility it's what they what is described as a floating space beetle yep um brilliant and yep it, you you like that yeah <laughs> it's hull seeming to be made to, seeming to be skin like and long like a cockroach with small legs extending out of the sides is this the yep. first time we've had a like a rakari ship described to us no, I think we had some. I mean, I'm not sure if uh, described. Maybe actually, like, I know it's said that they had them in yeah. the last two chapters. I'm not sure if we've gotten a description until now. But, you might be right there. But apparently, space people. Yep, basically makes sense. I I have questions. Where did this come from? <laughs> um, because I'm guessing it it came from the past through the wormhole, because we know that there was no. Rakari in this universe other than the one that Tona let out yeah. and then Tona. So surely it must have, but one, how did I mean, I guess it can just travel through without a warp drive. I mean, I guess Tona did in the other direction, so that's fine. And also, they you know, it got past Jack and Hollister at the other end and now it's just there's one ship just floating around in the new universe for some reason. Who knows? And apparently it managed to destroy the entire remaining insurrectionist fleet. And I think that's implied. Prospector Bill. Yeah, that it landed to it landed to bugger him to death specifically. As he was flying over, he was just like shaking his fist like God <laughs> dang it. Take my giant space beetle penis prospector. Don't touch my gold. <laughs> Sounds like that sex scene would be worthy of Sonic High School. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> Rule 34 prospector bill. Prospector X giant alien <laughs> spaceship beetle. <laughs> but yeah, so does that mean that off screen the insurrectionist leader got killed by this like nameless beetle ship? Uh, sure. It's kind of sad. That's, that's that seems to be implied. Oh, it's a, like I know I, I'd I'd actually forgotten that this happened in this chapter. I thought that they were still waiting around here on the other side of the wormhole, but apparently they just got fucked up by this one ship. Yeah. Apparently, um, space beetle strunk. Apparently, the so the vessel starts firing at them, um, and it it says that it starts heading to. Straight for goal. Now, is this a term that I just don't know about? Goal. Because it's a because it's italicized. I'm pretty certain it's just meant to be the name of a ship. Right. Because like when then look in the next one, it's like the goal was sheared in See, half. I mean, it's not completely or at all obvious just from reading this what that means. Especially not in that first paragraph. Yeah. I think it becomes clear when you read on. But straight for goal. Like and the ship goal has never been mentioned by name before. Yeah, exactly. It's it is weird. If if a ship's important enough that it gets suddenly name dropped, you've got to like bring it into the reader's thoughts at some point. For yeah, like like they could have earlier said like it could have been something like you know like the turmoil was the biggest ship followed up by the two super heavy dreadnoughts the goal and the doll yeah <laughs> or something I like mean, that the fact that we both clambered to offer suggestions of what it could be <laughs> is clambered a word uh depends what you're trying to say like I mean, it is i think we were fighting over each other to just offer suggestions <laughs> of how it could be better shows just how easy so it is. so obvious. Yeah. It would just be so much easier. And then it would add context, because we don't know how important or powerful a ship the goal is. Yeah. It could it could be a pile of fucking shit. The fact that it gets sheared in half might be unimpressive. Is I it, might be able to do it with a butter knife. Yeah, is it one of, like, 20,000 ships in this fleet, or is it, like, only one of... The- a dozen or something. Yeah, is it like one of the best ships in the fleet? We have no context to put what happens next into. We don't know whether... I mean, the fact that we're told about it kind of implies we're meant to care and it's important, but we're not told, though. We can't care about it. We have no context. We we only know about it on its destruction. Yeah. You know, it's just such a poor way to do that. (laughs) And then I like another... Well, another bit of lathering on the evil. <laughs> it's just after the goal was sheared in half and it drifted away. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it says that the plasma blast continued to fly f- through the fleet, and it's like wherever the blast would end up, Tiberius did not care. <sighs> Only that he now had lost a ship in his already small fleet. Well, that that means it could lose another ship, which would annoy him. Which means he cares. Yeah, but it's he's... like it's. Not only it's it's trying to make him more evil for no reason, like stupid evil. You know, of course he would care about his other ships getting destroyed, even if he was the most evil person in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it's just like, he literally says, he doesn't care, but he cares. <laughs> so stupid. And also, I, I just realised why... Why being in a diamond formation like that is kind of retarded, because that means there's like layers of ships that can get blasted through and like hit by and hit by debris. Also, isn't it described in a way as 
you're probably going to school me on uh, naval formations here, but mm. isn't it described as though when they start firing on them, they all turn so that they're like firing like old-timey ships with cannons <laughs> on the side? Wouldn't be going in a diamond formation like... I guess you would have... I don't know. Um, what was the way that ships used to do things? Oh, now that that's a big topic, Louis. Um, basically, <laughs> and here we I'll go. Try and cut, I'll try and I'll try and cut it down. Generally, you don't want like generally you ne- don't want to like present. They didn't want to present like the front of their ship, like the fore, because you know there's no guns on it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they put I guns mean, in the front? I mean, I was I was just about to correct myself. They do have some like four chasers that they put up there, but you know you can only put like one yeah. or two up there at the front. So you know they're, they're basically for like pot shots when chasing people. Basically, mm-hmm. you know they usually you'd be trying to like knock away like the like the mast and rigging of someone you're chasing with those ones. You're not likely to like do serious damage. It's the broadsides because you can have like 30 to 80 cannons all firing at the same not at the same time. I'm I'm getting far too in detail with this for someone who doesn't care. <laughs> um but yeah, so basically you don't want to you don't want to cross the T basically. You don't want to have the front of your ship hitting the side of their ship yep. because they all just fuck you. It'll go down the entire length of your ship. It'll knock over cannons. You know, it has a chance to hit literally everything <laughs> on the ship and all the people it, and you can't do anything in response other than just try and turn your ship into force onto the broadside as quickly as possible. So yeah, it's generally a game of trying to get of you trying to cross the T of their ship while not letting them do it to you when you're not just standing at broadside shooting the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but yeah, and also, they're treating this like space is 2D. <laughs> I just realised this while reading it. So yeah. We got in a diamond formation. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> like, you like you would want, if anything, you would want your ship to be, like, staggered forward and up and down. Yeah. Just so... The, the capability for, you know, not only your own ships to hit each other in moments of madness, but any debris or shots to hit either. You know, it's like when you see the red arrows flying. They're all actually a little bit off kilter to each other, even when they look like they're the same, just to lower the chances of them hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. I don't quite understand what's going on here. So when they do fire, uh, apparently mm-hmm. they fire off so many roads... It looked as if a, a pathway was being created from the fleet to the beetle vessel. Beetle vessel being the second way it's described. Yep. So, space beetle and beetle vessel. But I just yep. love how... So that's obviously a typo, I'm guessing, right? But I love how perfectly yeah. it fits in So with the next it's part. firing off so many rounds, clearly. But it, it, it was firing off so many rounds that it looked as if a pathway was being created. Roads works... Yeah. Like, Rhodes does work so well. <laughs> I just like this image of like p- pieces of road coming out of the ship, forming a yeah, right across. And, and there's like soldiers running along them. Just that's how they board the ship. Road cannon. <laughs> it's like the that's ultimate how I type want to fight war. Yeah, <laughs> the ultimate uh, like plank. <laughs> I'm guessing that didn't really happen in like naval battles. Putting across like a plank, 
Because wouldn't it? Uh, wouldn't it just be yeah. like turbulated? It did happen to a degree. I mean, I mean, back in old school, ancient, like Roman and medieval, uh, they had like corvuses, which were like spiked planks, basically that would like just slam down onto the ship, so Romans could run across and stab the shit out of some Carthaginian son of a bitches. Was trying to set fire to the other person's ship quite a good tactic. Um, what about like fire cannons? It depends what it depends what you want to do. Basically, I mean, the problem with fire is it's very risky <laughs> because it's quite easy for fire on their ship to get onto your ship. Do they have such things as like fire cannons? Uh, not really. I mean, they like there weren't really incendiary rounds proper uh, until like later than this period. Um, they did. They uh, they did have like heated cannonballs. I've heard of that being done before, but uh, but again, that wasn't. I don't think that was done too much on ships because having any fire on your ships ridiculously risky. Mm. <laughs> because your ship is also made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, the Byzantine Empire, uh, the the Eastern Roman Empire, basically that went on into the medieval period. They ha- they actually had like basically medieval flamethrowers with like this napalmy style greek fire stuff so that was probably the closest we had to like to like flame warfare back in the day but did they not like line the ship with armor what like metal yeah i don't know i guess that just i mean wouldn't stop a cannon i mean it literally did i mean that's what <laughs> i mean that uh, that is what happened in the like 1800s that was when ironclads started being made and people started like literally just plating the outside of wooden ships with metal but that eventually led to the all over metal ships we have now and yeah you know the first ironclad battle between two ironclads finished because both sides ran out of ammunition because they had like normal cannons and neither of them and they literally just ran out of cannonballs because the iron plating was so effective the first board draw <laughs> yep pretty much and they, they both just had to leave i think that was in the american civil war <laughs> but yeah we've got quite off topic into naval this is for our history podcast louis you're wasting content <laughs> So then Amelia asked the question I think that you asked, which is, do you think that this this single uh, beetle vessel killed the entire fleet? And to which Tiberius replies that no, that probably another fleet took out this fleet, as he places his hands behind his head and bites his lip. Yep. Why? That's so weird. Like I know. and But like I say, it's weird, because I have found other, like competent authors that have this thing for biting lips as well and it's so weird because you never see someone biting their lip in real life yeah like it's so weird i don't know why it's a thing but this is one where you know lewis isn't on his own here (laughs) but yeah actually i just want to say in the bit before that they're talking about how you know they're blasting the shit out of this bug and it's like they're all of their uh, stuff hit the vessel but did little it took five volleys to take out the weapon and engines. That sounds like quite a lot. 
it sounds like you've disabled the ship, you know, leaving it drifting. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a bit of a... I get what they're saying, that it was taking a disproportionate amount of firepower mm-hmm. for something its size. But to say that it did little is not accurate, because they literally just fucked up the ship and disabled it. And also, if this is only a scout, like Jack says, then one, th- th- why is this scout, like, powerful enough to destroy an, a ship of indeterminate size? and take a pounding from an entire fleet for, like, ten minutes like this. If it's just a scout, what does that mean the rest of their ships are like? It's not doing a very good job scouting. Yeah, just just head-on attacking (laughs) (laughs) an entire fleet. (laughs) That's not what a scout generally does. Or maybe I was playing TF2 wrong. But, yeah. And just... So that means an entire fleet managed to get past Jack and go through the wormhole. He's doomed the entire evil universe. God damn it, Jack. So then Tiberius wants to know where has the signal gone that they've been trying to follow. And he Mm. gets another printout, of course. And... They hate trees. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't need to worry about global warming when you're not on the globe. I guess. That carbon's just flying off into space. It says that the wormhole carries small signature. Could we do that? Could we, like, put chimneys on our factories that just go, like, out of the atmosphere? Just, like, pump it away? Yeah. That's like, my solution. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Mother Nature. <laughs> no, we're taking it away from Mother Nature. <laughs> we're helping. <laughs> Massive chimneys. <laughs> biggest chimneys you've ever seen, Louis. <laughs> but what happens when we just destroy the next layer of, like, uh... What, you mean the in- the entirety of space? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything could do it, it's humanity, but I think it'll take a bit longer than fucking up the environment. <laughs> I like it. Now, how do we build exactly. it? Exactly. I'm going on Dragon's Den with this shit. So, bear with me. You know how everyone likes to be green, but green energy kind of sucks. Well, hear me out. Ironically, Giant the, amount of, the amount of energy it takes to like build the towers... Oh, yeah. Destroys, ...would be ridiculous. Yeah, it would fuck up <laughs> it the would... environment. <laughs> yeah, like, the, it would... They would have to be pumping out probably more carbon and, like... And, you know, like coal and oil yeah. than we have left to use but you build one <laughs> to remake its carbon footprint. You use that factory to build other shit. To power the entire world. <laughs> and no one will try and destroy it. I reckon one country should own it. Yeah, that'll be fine. That won't cause any trouble. Let's put it somewhere where there's no conflict, like the Middle East. Yeah, I think Syria would be good. Topical. For 2017. That's date this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to this wormhole. <laughs> so it seems that the wormhole carries a small signature that was now only matching the one from the ship they had just sent adrift. So basically, the ship they just destroyed, the bug bug beetle uh, battle ship thing. Big bad beetle bug battleship. Yeah. Uh, boy. Yeah, beetle boy. <laughs> who, who would win an entire <laughs> entire uh what's that what are they called fucking i can't remember uh imperial an entire imperial fleet or one beetle boy <laughs> <laughs> my money's on the beetle boy <laughs> that's a name you need to make just like cronk <laughs> so yeah um this 
bug ship is giving off a signature, which leads them to conclude that it's come from the wormhole, which is what we suggested. Yeah. Um, and that whatever was giving off the signal could have allowed it to pass through the wormhole. I'm not sure what that means. I think it means, basically, that you can only pass through the wormhole if you have something like the warp drive that gives off some, like, magic warp field that lets you travel through the wormhole. Because I think I remember them saying about when Tona went through her way that she'd, like, just made a warp drive in her tiny little pod. And it was like, oh, okay then. Yeah. That was easy. So I think that's basically what it's saying, that they need a warp drive. Though I don't know how, like, you know, as no one no one in this universe has travelled through wormholes before. I like how they're just, like, drawing all of these correct conclusions just from blowing up one bug boy ship. <laughs> it's just... And, and suddenly, you know, they're, they're you know, this... This technologically backward version of the of like the universe is able to like recreate this like this top cutting edge military technology that Tona was couriering in the other universe in like a month. <laughs> they just managed to make it. Just oh yeah, we'll just we'll just and not only that, this is going to be like weird grown alien Rakari technology. <laughs> you know, they they don't make things, they like grow things in vats. <laughs> And they're just, and somehow they're managing to copy it from the ship. Fine, I guess they have some good biologists. Yeah, well, that are also mechanics. We find out and astrophysicists. Yeah, I mean, we find <laughs> out that Tiberius wants to send some Marines to the the Bug Boy to see what was on there, and also mm. a science team. Science team assemble. Thank God, I love the science. <laughs> get quick, Marines, get on board. Oh, and a science team. One science team, please. Yeah, maybe send them on after the Marines are done. Don't have the science team join them. Have them follow them later. I mean, later. <laughs> look how well it went trying to board, like, a Rakari ship for Jack. I mean, badly. But they did get Tona back. And then we get, like, probably one of the most out-of-context bits that I can't even explain, where mm. it just goes... Like, after that bit where he orders the... Uh, science team to get onto the bug boy uh, Tiberius ordered and looked to Amelia fancy dinner? he asked her as he handed out a hand to her <laughs> handed out a hand <laughs> that's just the thing is that that takes away from the bizarreness of asking her if she wants dinner just but I don't <laughs> hand like, out a hand. why? <laughs> why this sudden like fancy dinner in the middle of this bug boy battle yeah, I think I think to show how they still have this Love, weird hate. relationship yeah. like, while also showing like Tiberius's callousness, you know, like remember in the boarding action, Jack was like the first on the ship and risking his life while Tiberius is having dinner with his ex-wife Hollister man. Which captain would be so inconsiderate to have dinner with uh, a female colleague, What you know? I'm talking about Jack. I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, if anything, here Tiberius has the mo- the like the moral high ground because, as far as I can tell, they're not still fucking. <laughs> they're just mind fucking each other. Yeah, pretty much. They're, <laughs> they they just both enjoy fucking with each other in the head. <laughs> it's their fetish. Yeah, but I mean, like, but I mean, I just want to point out that Tiberius is in the right as as the cap, like. 
the the phrase again like the phrasing's made to make him look bad but he should not be the one leading the charge onto a deadly ship like jack was you know the guy in charge of a fleet he should not be there on the ground just running headfirst in like a retard with a gun i mean talk- that would be a yeah. terrible idea talking about how terrible it went for jack uh this mm. this sentence here the marines who headed on board the Beetlecraft were devastated. <laughs> well, I know what he's trying to say, but I just can't help imagine that, you know, they were all just like, oh man, we wanted dinner too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine them just like getting off their shuttlecraft, just being absolutely, well, devastated. Yeah, just like, you know, inconsolably unhappy, just like... (laughs) But yeah, that's the titular Beetlecraft they board. And apparently their solution to this is to just send more and more soldiers over until eventually they kill all the bugs. All the bug-like crew. Bug-like. A bug's-like. What does a bug's-like? That's almost a good chapter title. (laughs) A bug's-like... Yeah, I like that. I bugs like that. It had, um, yeah, so that sort of gives us the impression that they have a large fleet. Mm. But earlier on he was complaining about it being a small fleet, an already small fleet. Yeah, it's it's quite inconsistent. Like, I'm sure that, like, I'm sure that the... that when we met him, the Imperator gave him something like half of the entire Imperial Navy or something. It was he was given a lot of ships. Did he have to too keep, many? Did he have to keep sending over new science teams each time? Each I'm, one I'm dumber, so. dumber I'm, than the last. I'm guessing if any. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing if anything, you know, they they died quicker than the Marines until it's just <laughs> on like this hellship. The, the cleaners or something, right? We're you're we're all you've got. You're, you're all you're the got, science. Yeah. You're the science team now. You're you're the only guys who know how to handle chemicals, even if they are just toilet duck. <laughs> Put these lab coats on and get on there. <laughs> <laughs> Work this out. You know about astrophysics, right? <laughs> but yeah, like it's. Again, it's just, it's just, it's so inconsistent. And then earlier it was like, oh, we've, you know, we had a tiny fleet to go in our massive fleet. But then it's like, oh yeah, we've got, we've, we've, we've got a tiny fleet already. We don't know how big the fleet is. We just don't know. So after they've destroyed uh, all the bug-like crew on the ship. And decimated their own crew as well, just by pouring them in. Did they have to (laughs) keep stepping over the exist, like the old crew? Right. The thing is, the, the, remember, the Rakari can, like, make things out of dead people, too. Yeah. So they're probably just fighting more and more Rakari the more people that died. But they do eventually... I like to, yeah. I like to imagine just, like, Tiberius at dinner, just, like, pressing a button, just, like, more Marines. <laughs> yeah. Send more. With, uh, and scientists. <laughs> We're getting low on scientists, sir. I said more scientists. Um, but, yeah, the scientists that survive manage to... Um, like study the device that's giving off the frequency enough so that they can start planning to make their own in order to go through the wormhole. Um, I mean, the fact that it was mostly like you know cleaners and uh, and stuff explains why it took them a month to get this working. Yeah. So as you said, it takes them a month. Um, I mean, I mean, I joke. It's actually ridiculous that they managed to work out like 
inter uh, inter universal travel with no prior experience and an organic spacecraft in a month. That is actually ridiculously impressive, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then there's. I'll let them have it. <laughs> so then they decide to go into the wormhole, uh, and I love how uh, Amelia stands up and Amelia stood up and barked orders down the com. Full stop. And then a sentence that just goes, array next to her. I think that that dot's meant to, like, be a contraction. Ah, like, it's com it's for communications array. array. Yeah, it's but a there's been array. so many fucking disasters of punctuation in this book that I just assumed it was a horrendous mistake. <laughs> it was another one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... We've had both of these things. We've had both sentences that start without a capital letter. And we've had sentences that don't end in a full stop. I like that this one doesn't end with a cap full stop anyway. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that. <laughs> so that is wrong. <laughs> <sighs> and I like that. And one, I like the fact that they know it's a wormhole and that they have like a fleet jump process. Yeah. You know? Everyone knows what they're doing. No one has ever done this before <laughs> in this for universe. Wormhole jump, fleet jump in process. Meanwhile, people in the fleet are like, wait, what? Also, we, uh, yeah, I assume they had to make a device for each ship. Yeah, they'd, uh, yeah, they'd have to make one for every ship in their and big tr- or small fleet. And train each ship on how to use it. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. But not the goal. Rip the goal. No goal. <laughs> Apparently the fleet, pro- the fleet jump process is to grip onto your seats and hold onto the handrails. <laughs> handrails? Why <laughs> 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 the handrails? Well, you know, they need to have them around the ship for the handy, capable people. <laughs> nice. You think the ship's wheelchair accessible? <laughs> what are you talking about? Tiberius is in a wheelchair. <laughs> a leather wheelchair. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who'd want to get up? Exactly. I'd let, I'd let these legs atrophy by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, you need to get up. <laughs> no, I'm too comfy. <laughs> Your legs are turned into mush. <laughs> <laughs> you have the legs of an Auschwitz victim. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you've got the upper body <laughs> of a beef mountain from all you're wheeling about. <laughs> I was going to say an SS guard. <laughs> <laughs> to stay thematically consistent. <laughs> Well, you know, you get very hench beating up juice. <laughs> this yeah, might have to get cut. <laughs> Th- that's how I describe my ultimate woman. Legs of an Auschwitz. <laughs> Biceps of an SS guard. <laughs> so you'll have fun editing that. <laughs> yeah, trying to... Trying to see if I can make anything acceptable out of that, or if I have to just cut it entirely. (laughs) It'll be a tough one. It's good. I think if you've gotten this far. (laughs) Ellie, you know what you're in for after Sonic High School. (laughs) So so they start moving in a uh, column formation, which I assume is, again, another 2D, just like a queue, basically, or a line of ships. Just a line, I guess. I don't know. They lined the middle with the heavy ships and auxiliaries lined the middle with the auxiliaries at the rear. What? <laughs> I'm going to be in the middle and the rear. I guess it means 
the middle of the rear. Maybe. And the lighter ships li surrounding them in a large flat rectangle. <laughs> what? That's you the know. weirdest formation ever. Why is <laughs> what's this formation for? I don't I don't know. And why is it called the I guess they formation? needed <laughs> I don't know. I guess they needed a new formation for going through a wormhole and you know, this is what Tiberius shat out in five minutes. He just like drew it on a piece of paper. You know space is 3D, sir. I'm no good at perspective. Do this. <laughs> he says, like, handing it nowhere near the person. <laughs> he makes them walk. As they bend over to pick it up, he, like, blows it so it flies across the room. <laughs> and then he shoots them for incompetence for taking too long to pick it up. But yeah, when they when they got through the other side of the wormhole, the sensors told the sen the print the sensor printout went crazy, <laughs> sheets and sheets. <laughs> <laughs> he found he also found out that they were in the same location, different time, just like Jack. And just this just like Jack, <laughs> this blew his mind. <laughs> How could he have time travelled? They had no time to think, however, as early as w as early warning systems began to blare. I like how, um, like, w what did they think they were doing, and what did they like? What was their plan with, when they did this? Like, did they just think there's a wormhole there? Let's go into it. Yeah, I mean, like, we don't spend any time with Jack and what I mean, Jack Blair, Tiberius, and what he's thinking. So we don't know what the purpose of this is like i've just realized because we're basically at the end of the chapter now like we we spend no time actually with you know, with tiberius and amelia talking about what they're actually doing happy dinner like we yeah that that's like it like there's we have no we like spend no time inside his head or his mental process for pretty much any of this aside from the brief aside where it's like yeah fuck my men i'm gonna kill them all basically you know it's like you know, despite this chapter being entirely about him, there's, like, very little time actually spent with him and what he's doing. It's just describing what the fleet's doing, mostly. So then we get quite confusing or conflicting reports where they suddenly see the uh, the fleet that has the ITF in it, and where we mm. get 30, no, 40, no, 50 alien vessels orbiting the nearby moon, uh, and one battleship, which is the Tranquility. Of course. And then it says uh, she, the Tranquility, is going headlong into us and is being pursued by 40... Ah, uh, I just... See, it says 40 alien vessels. I see. So the 40 alien vessels is the Rakari. Yeah. And the 50 other alien vessels are the ITF fleet. Wait, the ITF fleet. There is no ITF fleet. fleet. No, it's just the Tranquility. Okay, so back to my original confusion. Why does he land on 40 after saying 50 earlier? Maybe the other ten aren't chasing. Yeah, <laughs> they're just sitting there. Uh, it it says there's fifty alien vessels orbiting the nearby moon, but these ones are pursuing. So maybe that's like ninety alien vessels they can see. There are fifty around the moon and forty chasing. Fifty bug boys. But but I also think it's more likely a typo. So apparently there are numbers six to one. So we now know how big their fleet is. Yeah. Quick maths. Quick maths. So they have like seven ships rounding up. <laughs> That's tiny. Yeah. And how, 
They they could they could have literally described the order of every ship in their fleet when talking about column formation and how have the taken up less they, time than describing have, it. How have they done it like column formation with seven ships? Yeah. <laughs> how have they made this a rectangle? And like, is that even possible? How how can they only have seven ships? That's ridiculous. <laughs> to make a rectangle, you'd need um, six ships. Need... So I guess well to make a rectangle, you'd technically need four. No, because that's a you know square. to do the points. So, uh, oh, I was I was thinking of them as being like clumped and like oh, each... like a three like a three D uh, like a three by like two rectangle. Yeah, right, right, right. And then you could have like a ship above and below the middle ones. That would sort of be a column. Maybe that's what it was. Sort of. That's retarded. <laughs> that's, that's so retarded. Hey, but it worked. So retarded. It got results. Wait, I have to find out. I have to find out how many. If it says how many ships they had earlier on, back in a back in the last chapter with him. I mean, it's like butter over too much bread. <laughs> also, I mean, this does kind of undermine everything, knowing how small their fleet is. Everything's a lot less impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, for some reason, oh no, not for some reason. They know why. Uh, they decide to open fire on the battleship. Well, because they need to capture their tranquility. Well, I was, what I was going to say was. <laughs> Wouldn't you be more concerned about the 50 bug boys? You'd think so, but uh, like Tiberius Hunter is a very driven man. <laughs> he's on the hunt. But, like, I get that you want to destroy the Tranquility, but what are you going to... Oh, no, he wants to capture the Tranquility. Whilst being chased by the bug boys. By, yeah, by 40 to 50 bug boys. He's mad, man. He's an absolute mad man. Um, so his idea is, again, brilliant. They're going to capture her and tow her back through the wormhole. <laughs> with rope, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, literally just tied in a knot or something. Yeah. He's just just has a guy out there, like, in the middle of space, like, trying to grab a bit of rope coming from the other ship. Yeah. Just, uh, Catch. Uh, somehow the uh, rope's flying uh, through space. Yeah, we will prevail. All hail the Imperator, he orders and, and yells. I like to think he's just like half ordering, half yelling. Like he occasionally slips into yell. Starts screaming. <laughs> he would succeed, even if he had to leave the fleet behind and tow the Tranquility on its own. Tow. Absolute madman. <laughs> Fucking tow. I mean, you could... You could tow things in space, I guess. But it's fine. It just like <laughs> it's just the fact you know it's with rope. <laughs> also, when you stop, wouldn't the ship behind you just come wrecking into you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that that is accurate. I guess just never stop. Never stop. And also, like, I mean, I guess it depends how their ships are like being propulsed. Like, are propulsed? they like rockets? You know, Propelled. like pushed forward. Propulsed works too, I think. Is that a word? Maybe. I think it Propulsion. is. Propulsion. Uh, I mean, maybe I made it up, but it's a good word. It should be a word if it isn't. Are you finding out how to submit words to the dictionary? I mean, hey, it's, it, it comes up in Google as a word. as the On the, 
these are not words dot com. No, no, it's it comes up as the as the as the uh, what what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did I say propulsed? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's fine. Dictionary.com says that's the past participle of propulse, which is what they're doing to repel, to drive off or away. We did it. We did it. We found we found the answer, guys. We're heroes. And yeah, that's where the chapter ends with um, this plan to tow the tranquility. But- yeah, with. With absolute madman Tiberius going for a snatch and grab of the... Again, seven ships, seven shit ships that couldn't destroy a scout vessel from the Rakari. And that's also just... uh, And his plan is to attack the Tranquility, which is also capable of probably destroying his entire fleet. Because the Tranquility is OP as heck. Mm -hmm. It is hecker OP. But he thinks that he can go in there, knock out the Tranquility, you know, hook on a little grappling hook with some rope, (laughs) and zoom out through the wormhole (laughs) before before the alien bug boys can capture them. Yeah. I mean, he's optimistic, I'll give him that. (laughs) He's got moxie. Yeah, and also, I'm obviously it doesn't work out, but I just want to talk about the uh, time dilation, if you will. Remember that, remember that Jack and the Tranquility, they like just immediately followed Tona through the wormhole, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Jack was like, we've got to go after her to kill or rescue her. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, for again, no reason. I don't know why he did that. So he, he zoomed off through there. When he turned up, apparently, like, Two years had passed, I thought, for the for the Rakari on the moon. Yeah, and she'd become was... like a queen or something. No, she she was the same, but the, I think, but the queen was a new yeah. person that we met. But then, so after an indeterminate amount of time, like already by the time that Tiberius and company turned up in the solar system, had been long enough for Jack to obviously disappear that way for a fleet to then come back through of Rakari and destroy the rest of the insurrectionists, then apparently bugger off somewhere bar one scout vessel. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's another one that just completely get lost. What happened to that fleet for the month they were just hanging around the wormhole? Where was it? What was it doing? <laughs> but And is it just like ravaging the universe? You know, are they going to come, get back and find out that the Imperium's already been overthrown by the Rakari or something? <laughs> But yeah, anyway, we, you know, let's let's put a pin in that one because this has already gone on for too long. <laughs> but but yeah, but then you know, after they get there, after that indeterminate amount of time, they then spent a month waiting outside the wormhole doing their science shit because they've got the cleaners working on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they finally go through, and we basically <laughs> immediately come to where Jack and company were at the end of last episode, zooming away from the planet. And Jack had only been there for, like, three hours? Something like that. A couple of hours. Less than a day. So so apparently, go through there immediately. Two years. Go through in, like, a, over a month. You'll, you'll go through. You'll get through three hours later. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense at all how the time lines up on that one. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like... Yeah, I just, I don't know how to, I feel like I need to say more, but it's just so all over the fucking place, I can't think of anything. But yeah, I mean, that's exciting, we're gonna, we're going to have some 
face-to-face interaction between the two hunters of different universes next week. And we're going to see, God, who's going to be more incompetent, Jack or Tiberius? It's it's quite a... No, wait, Jack, Tiberius or Tona? She's like leading the Rakari. Christ, it's a trifecta of fucking tards. I bet Hollis is going to fuck Amelia. <laughs> no, he, he's going to walk out at the end with Amelia and Tona, and it'll be the good ending we deserve. Yeah, into the sunset <laughs> Just, in space. Ho- Ho- Hollister cucking the two hunter captains. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that, and that was that was chapter twenty-two, and. Like, we talked for an awful long time about nothing. I think a lot of that time was me talking about, like, ancient naval warfare for some reason. And Auschwitz. <laughs> we didn't talk about that for long. It just burnt bright like a fire that'll probably need to be cut. <laughs> like a cancer. Uh, so, yeah, any closing thoughts? Um, no, I think we said far too much. I think we much. said too much. Yeah. Far too much. For what we said was, as ever, going to be an uneventful one. So yeah, we've been two absolute bookends. Follow, follow our social medias, and we'll see you next week for chapter twenty-three. See ya. See ya.